welcome, 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 viewers and or listeners. This is the first live cast in a while because we had a few technical issues. Um, yes. I mean, it was national, so it's not just a local thing. It's not like one of our radiators blew up or something. Uh, <laughs> or we had, had diarrhea or something. <laughs> indeed, yeah. Uh, this, is, this has been a, a whirlwind of a year, this has, hasn't it? It has. It really has. It just hasn't stopped. It's, it's only for us, though. No one else. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everyone else has had a complete breeze of a year. Oof. Right, so it is It is a podcast. Yeah, man. Oh, this dear. is episode number 177. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> okay. it, it, has, it has been a hot minute, hasn't it? Um, hmm. But yeah, so I've just, just checked on the stream. We are there. Um, I obviously can't hear it, otherwise it would be coming through my microphone. But Lee, but it's it's been it's been a bit of bit of time, isn't it? How are you? How are you, my mucker? Um, I'm alright. I've been a bit ill. Um, I'm feeling a lot better than I was. But uh, yeah, that's why the uh, news went out a bit late this week, um, which was um, my fault, really. I, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was all ready to go out, and uh, yeah, I, um, I was feeling so ill that instead of actually uploading it to youtube but i fell asleep at about seven o'clock in the afternoon in the evening you know what though that's that's your body's way of saying this needs to happen i need some yeah i need some rest (laughs) yeah hey andrew how you doing man nice to see you we've got mr bimson mr bimson our patronizer indeed i'm I'm getting no one on mine for some reason but we shall see you're not sir i'm not Oh, that's why, because I'm looking in the uh, fret talk one not on the pedal board to do more. That'll be why. Uh, gotcha. Okie dokie. There we go. Hey, all. Hey, Andrew Vimson. So, oh, yeah. I've, um, I've also been working very hard on, on a bunch of things that have been going on over the the last um, the last month or so. Um, so there was a, a big show. Do you remember the, uh, the show in Germany that I went to last year that I didn't shut up about? I do because uh, I made a uh, I made a bit of a joke about it in the uh, the podcast titles which Did I was you? looking at this week. Yeah, saying that guitar shows are the worst. <laughs> oh, the fun we had, the fun. But we miss them now, don't we? Oh um, yeah. But the um, they they did it online this this year, and uh, we did a big booth on it okay. with Tempedia and. Uh, <laughs> It was kind of like just get everything done and dusted really, really quickly. Uh, I had to do a bunch of interviews with people from Jensen, B&G Guitars, uh, Carl Martin. I interviewed uh, Brett Kingman, the YouTuber. Um, really nice guy. Um, so yeah, that that was great. We um, we did a, a lot of a lot on there. Um, and really pushed it with all the different companies. That that was good fun. Um, but it was also absolutely exhausting. Um, I've been organising a giveaway as well with Tempedia and, and some Christmas stuff as well. So that, that's been really, really busy. With Pedalboard to Doom, um, I've been obviously doing all the the latest uh, vi- news videos, which we've been putting out, and we've been putting out your video. What was your video? It was the You did the analogue delay, didn't you? Uh, so the analogue delay was about two ago, so that was probably about a month ago. The most recent one yeah, was the the, uh, the acoustic sim versus the the Variax. 
Uh, that, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Me and Matt had a chat yeah. about it actually, about how um, like neither neither sound are bad, but the acoustics is, is bad. <laughs> the the acoustic sim sounds like uh like uh a piezo pickup in an acoustic. It's got that really kind of dry and really direct sound. Um and you can work with that. But it's it's a sound, isn't it? It's it's a sound and it doesn't sound like a, a natural acoustic. Where the Variax does a lot more. Um but obviously the very the Fairy Axe one, hands down. I, I don't think there's any two ways about it. I, don't, I just don't think that um, the, the one on the um, the Helix sounded good at all, honestly. I, I think it sounds like a, an acoustic plugged in, uh, which it's a sound that people are used to. And if you're playing in a live situation, that kind of really processed and thin sound can actually cut through really well. Um, so it might have uh, a bit more, a bit more use than you you envisage. But if you are playing it, you clearly like there's one that sounds a bit like a facsimile of an acoustic, and then there's one that sounds like an acoustic, isn't there? Yeah, I, I, I look. This isn't a, a dig at the uh, the Helix, right? Because I think that the what, one coming through the Variax is possibly the best acoustic coming from an electric I've ever heard yeah yeah so, i mean they yeah, are good um, and that that's something to say and I, I chose the uh the model which to my ear sounded best as well so it was giving a really good representation of the helix um i mean they all sound pretty uh pretty convincing but i think the uh because it was a, a martin um and it's like a, a big body martin so it's really really deep and rich sounding um, so it's it's easy to easy to like, um, but yeah, I think yeah, I thought it was quite interesting. Was it a, a D28 or something like that? Uh, it was something. <laughs> I can't remember. I'll, I'll put it in most, my most most uh, likely that sort of um, Bob Dylan, George Harrison sort of sounds. Uh, you know, people are going to go, "Yeah, he didn't use that" or something along those lines. But that's the that's the sort of sound like I imagine from a D28. Because they, they um, that, that's the most famous Martin. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll put my hands up and say that my my knowledge of acoustic guitars is very very limited. Because, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, me uh, too. if I have money to buy an acoustic, I buy an electric. And that is <laughs> that's the way it works. Yeah, do you know what? Joe, um, I have to do a lot of the descriptions and um, I have to do the descriptions, and these sort of things for the new instruments and new pedals and that sort of thing on, on Tonepedia. And that includes the acoustics. Okay. And every time we we have a new acoustic, I've got a rad, I'm just like, ugh. Because <laughs> I'm the same as you. I know a lot more now, but oh my God, I didn't. I really didn't. It's just, yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the bum um, when you don't know something, you've got to write about it. But, you know, shit happens. <laughs> Worst things happen at sea. <laughs> that they do. Um, so, pedal boards of news this week. <laughs> um, you you uh, yes. you got a few 
few tasty picks there, haven't you? We've got one which is especially pedal boards of doom friendly. Yeah, um, hopefully um, Stu pops on and um, he can tell me. No, you're talking about your ass about certain bits and pieces in the comments or what have you. But um, yeah, it, it's uh, really this, isn't it? Hang on, um, let me just go on to there. So it's this. This is the um, the bad boy. This is the um, siren scream. When I um, when I first had this, I, it's got to be over a year ago now. There, there simply um, there was a different name for it. I can't remember what it was, but um, that's what we were going to go with. And turned out someone else had it, and you know, it's it's been a really long drawn out process. It's like you know, what clipping options to add and these sort of things. Yeah. Um, tuning it in so Stu sent it over to us and he was like what, what do you think and I was like uh, I wanted it to sound more like um the original BMB drive and um you know I sent it back saying it suddenly I've gave me feedback and he was really really good with it with Stu you know he was like didn't take any of it personally and these sort of things but it sounded good even back then yeah but you know what Stu's like he's such a perfectionist so it was all the way through he was just like trying to make sure that it was absolutely amazing. Uh, and for what is a high gain distortion virgin on fuzz, because that's what rats kind of, that's the territory they sit into. This thing is silent yeah. when you've got it turned on, even when you turn it right up. I, I did a demo of it. I put it out and um, I did that in, in the demo. I turned it up to its highest output um, setting with like no uh no uh transistors or whatever it was um turned all the knobs up and you can just barely hear the faintest just the build quality is absolutely bang on and that's that's the same with all these gear isn't it it is yeah he's uh he's he's very uh very fastidious when it comes to the the circuit design um and the the bmb before it was designed and designed and redesigned and every every time he like learned something new that he could like increase the quality of that circuit he made it happen um so he's taken all yeah. of that kind of knowledge and putting it in with this as well um yeah absolutely yeah, it's, it, it, it's just so good so so bloody good i, I love it um yeah, it's, i'm, it's, I'm so glad to finally get i've for months and months and months now i've been like Stu, when are you releasing the bloody pedal come on man come on <laughs> when's it get, when's it coming out well come on when are we doing this uh, uh and you know i just show you the, the the chat it's just on endlessly come on man let's release this bloody thing he's had the he's had this ready for me he's had this ready for about six months but for Stu, it's not quite been right and um and yeah and finally he's like i can't just keep tweaking it yeah i've got at some point i've got to put it out and i'm like yeah i I know (laughs) yeah so yeah he's he's gone and done it and i'm so bloody glad because it sounds amazing in the in the one with the um with all, all the goodness in it, which is the quietest setting, which is actually a normal pedal volume because when you put it into the other two, it's super loud. Um, but when you put it into this one, 
I, I put it on there, AB'd it with my seven, my 87 rats, got them sounding exactly the same. It's just that's so a, good. That's the testament, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can so, take my old rat off the board now that has funny power requirements because it's got the funny like headphone jack style power. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can take that off the board. I can put that into my little vintage collection not have to worry yeah. it anymore, not worry it's going to break or anything like that, and I can put this on and know that I'm going to get exactly the right tone. Beautiful. Yeah, and um, mm. there's, yeah. there's been a few uh, a few videos drop about that this this coming week. Like on Thursday, there was about three uh, three videos uh, dropped. I think there was uh, Lee Fuge, Fugue, Fuge, Fugi. Yeah. Uh, yep. There was uh, dip switch demos as well. So it did an absolute, um, absolute fantastic one. And then there was obviously the uh, the pedal boards are doing one as well. And then shortly after that one, I think uh, it might have been yesterday or today, um, Marcus Deluxe as well uh, dropped on, which was brilliant. So lots of, yeah, lots and lots of, um, he was he was loving the low gain settings, wasn't he, actually, which... When I uh, played the BMB, I was I was loving up those settings, um, but there is something about it where you just just crank everything up to maximum and just have a have a bit of fun with that. But you can still something do that. Weird's happened with your camera; it's, it's just moved, and I'm like, "What's going on?" So, forgive me for looking. <laughs> I just looked up at the uh, OBS, and I'm like, "Hang on a minute, why is he taking up two thirds of the bloody screen?" <laughs> Don't know. I mean, I can assure you my camera hasn't moved. I've been watching it the whole time, you say. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, uh, so Marcus was doing some some kind of like uh, Biffy style uh, riffs of it and it sounded, sounded like mega. Like there were yeah. those guys like uh, Lee, Lee Fugue uh, was like ripping out like the 80s rock. Uh, and and then like doing the uh, the biffy style stuff as well with the lower gain settings. Uh, so like it was cover- covering a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of territory with just this one uh, one pedal. I'm I'm quietly excited for when I get to try one. Yeah, I, you know I'm sure still get one over to you at some point uh, so you can never bash because it's. Um... I I still say, though all of his pedals are so very very good, the Brexit was his best pedal <laughs> because for me it really fit fit what I wanted. It it was that sort of eighties metal sound, eighties going into nineties metal sound. It, you know you could do everything from Slash to Zach Wild and that sort of thing on it, and um, I, I love playing like that. I really do. You know, give me that and a wild pedal, and I'm away. I'm, I'm gone for days. We've just had Stuart um, show up in the uh, in the chat. Hello, Stuart. <laughs> Hello, mate. Talking about you, not to you. Oh no, Matt's just chimed in as well. Yeah. So Matt was going to join us today, guys, but um, unfortunately, his Wi-Fi has not even one megabit of um, download. He's so bad he can't even watch this on his Wi-Fi. Indeed, that's. Uh, I imagine the uh, the Wi-Fi on the Island Man is being siphoned through a potato. Uh, 
So, I reckon yours ain't far off it. <laughs> well, out of the two of us, who's been having internet issues recently? So, as in today, you. I haven't been having internet <laughs> issues. So I've had absolutely pristine, pristine internet. Yeah. All have so you that's, know. that's the reason we weren't. That that's the reason we weren't in last uh, last fortnight ago yeah. was because I literally for for about three days had no internet whatsoever. Um, it might have been even five days. I can't remember now. I know it took me out of work for a couple of days, um, and it happened over the weekend. So it must have been four days at least. I, yeah. I just couldn't do anything. And all our TV we watch is through the internet. Um, so we've got like the Virgin uh, boxes, but they require a, an internet signal to give them a good signal. Otherwise, it's all blocky. Yeah. And so we, we were like, okay, what DVDs do we still own? And we were going through and like, it was basically <laughs> the Harry Potter box set, which is fine. We love Harry Potter, but we were like, that's all we've got that we can watch with the kids. Anything else was horror films. Yeah, there's only so much <laughs> Harry Potter you can watch, isn't there? Yeah, so, so it was, um, and, and with the weather being crappy, you know, we, we did go out for walks, but it wasn't ideal. Oh dear, Stu, how long have I been bugging you about releasing this mo- pedal? <laughs> huh? So I think that what did you might say? be what's affecting the internet. To be fair, like the, uh, the the poor weather. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad today. Is it windy up where you are? Uh, it's just generally grim, like wet, cold, horrible. The internet oh, prefers it's not to stop raining here. Yeah, Wi-Fi signals prefer to go through warmer weather. I think we all do. Um, but yeah. So let's uh, yeah, we let's do. have a have a have a quick bash about what I've uh, what I've been up to this week, because. Uh, we'll get on with the like, the show proper then. We, we're already like 20 minutes in. So um, so let's have a look. So what you say? I, I was going to say, should we give people a heads up for what we're going to be talking about later so they can start putting their in, uh, their um, their two pence, two cents in the... Um, <laughs> their tuppence. <laughs> in the whatchamacallit, in, in the chat. Um, what did you say? Yeah, go, go ahead then, Lee, go ahead. All right, okay, so in a bit, we're going to be talking about... There's, there's a few things we're going to discuss, but one of them is going to be our Desert Island rigs. So we've got to choose how many pedals? Uh, so you've got three pedals, two guitars, and one amp. I think it's five. Uh, that you can take onto a Desert pedals. Island, and you have to play that forevermore. Three pedals, so two guitars, one amp. Cool, nice one. So what we want to know is what's going to be yours. We're going to talk about ours, and we'll mention yours in the chat as well. And if you own a pedal company, you are allowed to include your own pedals. Just try and include a couple of others, Stu. No, Stu's really good like that, actually. He's really good at um, talking about other people's pedals, unlike some companies, I know. He he buys a few as well, does ask Stu. He's uh, like every week he buys a new fuzz. He, he he's quite a fan of pedals, which helps, I suppose. Um, right, so yes, um, I'm gonna go yeah. chronologically uh, through my what through through me what what we've been up to. Uh, so uh, most recently, um, I released a 
video about the Backup Dancer by Jed's Peds, uh, which is a optical vintage phaser, um, which is absolutely amazing. Um, probably the best phaser I've ever heard. Um, really? Yeah. It's that damn good. Um, it's such a big circuit that it it barely fits in a um, 1590BB. So it's a it's a big one. It's got like it's got seven um, seven chips in it, and it's got um, it's got a series of uh, LDRs surrounding an LED. So it's like it's optically based. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, like you can get those phase ninety sounds out of it, um, but you can dial it back to get like real subtle shimmer, um, and you can get like some super super sci-fi sounding like laser sounds it's amazing uh, so i'm re- i was really digging that and i dig it so much that i'm pretty sure that come the new year i am going to be uh replacing the phaser on my board uh for that one because it's, it's it's a good one uh, yeah did that do you remember that one i got from Svee sounds um i think it was like towards the beginning of the year the little um uh, the little uh, small-sized one. Uh, yeah, there it is. Man looks for a pedal on the internet. He looks for a pedal on the <laughs> internet. He Do makes noise. Nope. That's a, that's an optical phaser. It's got four stage and uh, two stages, so you can switch between the two. Oh. Um, really, really cool little pedal. Um, yeah, different to the things like the Phase Nineteen stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, but then I've got phases on the on the old GT One Thousand Core. I'm, I'm loving that thing. It's so good. Anyway, this is your what you've been up to. So go on. No, no, carry on. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me about your uh, your GT Core because we heard a bit about it when it arrived, and then. We've heard like little bit since, but how you getting on with it? Because put... it's one of the big things this year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's put it this way, right? Anything that I want to um, make an example of, like say, say I'm doing some work for Timepedia mm-hmm. and we had to do um, something that was to do with harmonies at the moment uh, recently. Uh, so a harmony pedal. Yeah. And... Um, we were talking about, you know, um, playing styles because when you're doing a playing style of a harmony pedal, you've got to you've got to make it so you can do a playing style that you can switch from major to minor. So you've got to be really clever with that because you can't look put thirds into it, for instance, because that third's not going to be relative to when you go over to uh, and sevenths and these sort of things. So, um, you know, we were throwing ideas backwards and forwards, and because I didn't have that exact pedal here. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just like making an example of it on that. Anything like that. Um, if anyone saying to me, oh, you know, I'm trying to think of how to use this sequencer. I'm trying to use work out how to use a bit crusher or something like that. Don't worry. I can go over it. I don't actually have to have the exact pedal. I've got almost the exact pedal in that. And yeah. it's been so bloody helpful. I know that's the same for all multi-effects, but that's, how, that's one of the big things for me in the last few weeks is it's just been... Oh, okay. Give us a second. Pop over to that. Running a line out of that straight into into um, 
into the door because it's got all the amps and everything built into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so easy. Re- really quick and convenient. And that's kind of what drew me to um, to making the Stomp V Stomp series is that I could pull up any any send that I wanted um, on the yeah. on the Stomp. Like there's, there's so many, like there's there's every version of modulation, and for for some there's like two or three different versions of it. Uh, so you can like you can ABM against the uh, the actual pedals, and like if I was if I was being uh, particularly conservative about my pedal choices, I could probably do the majority of what I needed to do from the stomp itself. Um, I could do away with the pedals, um, but the it's this crazy isn't it? It is, but the Stomp V Stomp series has, has shown that actually, even though the the Helix is a a, a brilliant tool, um, in certain situations, can't beat a pedal. Um, so I think the yeah, uh, yeah I absolutely agree with that. The um. <clears throat> It's just for the for the for the uses that I've been needing it, like for the um, for the things I've been needing it for. Not only has it, um, like, for example, on the uh, on the harmonizer, it's not like it just had a harmonizer on it. It had every different possible con- connotation of harmonizer. However many voices you want, you could add like more and more and more. Uh, you know, I could sound like four brand maze if i wanted to do you know what i mean it was absolutely fantastic and um the the limitations just weren't there i've not hit any limitations with it yet it takes a little bit of getting your head round, but once you've got your head round one one effect the same applies to most of the others yeah and the question then comes in how many phases have you had in a in a row (laughs) I'm gonna have to make a vid on that, aren't I? Yeah. Gonna have to. I can't there's no getting away with it. I'm gonna have to do it. Oh dear. There you are. <clears throat> um, maybe have like two stereo amps that are out of phase as well. <laughs> yeah. So you get really I, hit that phase tone. I just got a message from uh Stu and he's uh, having internet trouble as well, that's why he hasn't. Yeah. It appears like it's uh well, that's the case for for everyone today. So we will solder yeah. on and see what we can get on with. Um, yeah, absolutely. So back uh, backup dancer, I did, um, but it was the first in the the No Talk All Tone series that has not featured the fabled pedal tray. <laughs> I'm so glad. So I, I I I love it, but oh my god, I know it's. <laughs> It's it's a wonderful bit of nostalgia, but it's it's not quite not quite professional, is it? And I, I've I've upped the game again now, so I've I've increased that. I've had Marcus Deluxe's like mini uh, mini pedal boards, like the little display boards. I've had it for probably about four or five months now, and I've just I've never quite been brave enough to take that step away from the pedal tray. Um, but this week was that week. Um, and we we show showcase the Marcus Deluxe uh, little mini board. Let's uh, let's give him a shout out. Have you got it to hand? Do you want to show people? Because it's it's they're awesome them little things. Yeah, just give me a sec. I need to move. Ooh. 
Well, well, he looks for it. Let me describe what this is. So it's like a, a say, 45-degree upright pedal board. So it's it's for YouTubers and these sort of things. Here Not necessarily just for YouTubers, but, like, if you... If you want to experiment with your pedals and these sort of things, it's handy to have it there. It looks really neat. And um, Marcus, if you're listening, man, or you're watching this back, you, you should um, you should check this out because they are well. You should check this out. Of course, he's, I'm, I'm telling the guy who makes these that he should check these out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> how, how have you found it? Have you found many uses for it other than uh, just demos? Um, I'm like theoretically, I could probably do. Uh, like a mini pedal board that I could take to a, a guitar practice, like a, a band practice. Because I'd, I'd be able to fit maybe like three three Boss-style pedals on there or maybe like five uh, mini pedals. And I could get away with that. So I might I might try mm. that as a, uh, as a challenge. But what I'm also thinking as well, um, in the new year, doing an, another little... Uh, video series getting an artist's tone out of this size pedal board so like trying to replicate an artist's tone but it has to fit with on like upon this tiny little pedal board could i ask you a question if you turn it around and lay it down the other way can it act like um on the floor pedal board it can yeah yeah so it's got it's got a big it's got a fat end which you can lay up vertically but it's also got <laughs> it's also got like a, it's like a, a, a like an A-frame kind of thing mm. that you kind of have it as an angled pedal board. So it's really, really quite versatile. Um, but it's used like a lot of these and the um, the vert board, which has got like a little shelf on it. They're used by a lot of uh, a lot of demo guys. Do you know what I think? I think if you've got. If you're the sort of person who likes to have your delay and your um, reverb in the loop, but you don't want like massive four cable method running to, you know, to your board and back because it's it's an absolute pain in the ass. Yeah, um, you could have that on top of your ramp, and you can see what your settings are. You can go over and tweak it without having to worry too much. Yeah, yeah, and Marcus uh, <clears throat> pre velcros not only the top for the for the pedals. But also Velcro's like a couple of strips on the the bottom side, um, the 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 beat like the bigger end. So if you did want to have it like mounted via Velcro on the top of your amp so it doesn't fall off, you could have that as well. Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind sticking a bit of Velcro to the top of your amp, you're all right, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I don't see why that'd be a problem. With the state of some of the the uh, amps that I've seen on the. Uh, the exchange, <laughs> <laughs> like a tiny bit of Velcro is not gonna not gonna make much difference. Uh, so we, we we've done that this week. The the the, the kind of new look, uh, no talk all tone. Uh, I'm getting some uh, some good feedback on that as well. So the next no talk all tone will probably follow a similar um, similar aesthetic. Um, I will try and take. I've got like this tiny little uh, plastic bag that some cables came in, and I forgot to take it out of shot. So no. for the next <laughs> one, I'll I'll do that. Um, but for this week, you can have the tiny little cable baggy. Um, you get a little bag, one of these one of these type bags, and just like put some sh- like flour in the bottom of it or something. 
I mean, it, it essentially was just an empty one of those, but just just off off right in the shot. But it's all right. Sure. It's all right. I, I I set it all up with a bit of because uh, I, I recorded it on Thursday, ready for Friday. So I was in a little bit of a rush. Whereas this week, I'll relax and take my time. And... Yeah, I, do you know what? I get that with the news every week. You you know because you're you're involved in that side of things with us, um, but. Uh, the the listener pre doesn't know that you know we tend to shoot the news either on the Thursday nights or the Friday because so many things get announced on a Friday and we release it on a Friday because that's when we get our most hits. Um, so yeah, it's um, it is kind of like oh, what's gonna what we're we gonna do, what we're we gonna do, you know. Um, we, we tend to plan a lot of the news beforehand, but it's a case of shooting it, editing it and uploading it and getting it all done. Hence why on Friday it wasn't a case of just pressing publish. It was a case of like, you know, that was that was shot, that was ready to go out, but it had to be uploaded and everything. And so by that time it was just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a, but it's it a, says no. It's a peek beyond the door, that isn't it? Like there, yeah, man. It's, it's more, than, more than one occasion where on like Thursday night and I'm uploading and it's getting to like 11 o'clock and I'm thinking... I've got work tomorrow. I need to, <laughs> I need to not do this. But then I, I just soldier on through it and, and and get it all done, get it uploaded and whatnot. But there are so many times where it's just like that is the last possible moment for me to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to starting to get things a little bit quicker now. I've got some better uh, editing software that's more complicated, but it means that I can once I've set it up once I can then go back and um, just take that video out, put another video in, give some chops in there and uh, on the fronts and the ends and the little my little ninjas and all that sort of thing, they're already in place, more or less. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've got like a template set up for the, the no-talk all tones and for the pickpockets and for the uh, the stomp v stomp as well. So it's, it's all kind of templated. So I'm streamlining that workflow, but it's... It, oh, there are some t- some days where you just like, can I just not today? Can I just have a day <laughs> off? Yeah, I I know exactly what you feel. What you mean? It's um, <laughs> I I've kind of made a rod for my own back because I'm like saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this news every every week, and I'm like, hang on a minute, what about when I'm having a holiday or? <laughs> what we're going to do then? So um, it's not like you can pre-shoot the news for the week. No, so, it's, um, it's definitely. Yeah, it, it might be a case that if you if you are watching that, you might end up watching um, one of our other familiar faces on the channel doing the news occasionally, whether it's a budget pedal chap here himself or um, Low or Mikey's hands doing it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it um, it's not unlikely. Let's put Indeed. it that way. Indeed. Have you done anything else, dude? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've recorded um, another three in the Pickpocket series, um, and they uh, the the first one was out last Wednesday, so that will, that was the uh, um, Ibanez uh, one thousand PG, I think it was called, which is like a celluloid, slightly larger than Jazz three, um, but Jazz three like shaped um, pick. So I demoed that one. This week uh, coming up, I've got uh, a Timbertones um, black black horn, I think it was called. So it's like a buffalo horn. 
uh, and then just before Christmas, you should be getting um, Purple Heart um, Trident's pick as well. Okay, cool. And they, I think they uh, they schedule either on a Monday or a Wednesday, and I can't remember. So you'll have to check. But they're they're up for premiere, so you can you can see when they're going to be released. Um, oh, but yeah, that's cool, man. They're that's, um, they're perfect for when you're on the shitter because the like two three minute videos. Um, so you need to uh, need to just check those picks out. <laughs> love it oh man um, me. so should we go should we do one of these games then because I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to these I really am we shall do uh, right so uh, this is this is our, our our kind of segment of the show which which I'm going to deem Christmas kind of stuff um, because it's relatively holiday seasonal related and the first one that we do we do this i think we've done it the last couple of years um is we we look at the websites that publish these lists of oh top 10 things you must buy your guitarist um for christmas um because they're usually usually not very good um so we'll we'll kind of pick pick a few of these apart and uh, potentially give our uh, our own uh, suggestions as well. So the first one comes uh, from The Vault, uh, a website, The Vault uh, slash Music Arts. Um, and this this one seemed like a promising uh, a promising list. So number one on there, there uh, the list was guitar straps, and then within that they also mention. You might want to get them a strap lock as well. So I'm thinking, yes, this is this is a legit uh, a legit list, and uh, to kind of to to bring more of a, a legitimacy to this list, um, a few of my guitars over there, I think maybe two or three, uh, have got straps that were bought as Christmas presents in years gone by, and I still got them. They're still useful. They're still on my guitar. So, number one on the list, big thumbs up from me. Um, right, number two. Uh, microfiber cloth or cleaning solution. Thinking again, yes. You, you're you not not too convinced? Yeah. I'd, do you know what? I, I've got friends whose uh, guitars build up you know stuff between the frets really really badly really really quickly it's just like you know they're always cleaning them off and these sort of things yeah. my guitars don't end up like that um because uh, i guess i'm not particularly sweaty or whatever i know some people really are but i don't have to clean my guitars very often um so i'm quite lucky like that but i guess if you are one of these people who who eats with your fingers or whatever then <laughs> you, you might know yeah yeah no you know if you are one of these people who's, whose guitars get particularly filthy quite easily then yeah you know all, all good and well the microfiber cloth is quite handy i suppose if you're in a dusty environment i'm in a studio that's where all my guitars are so they don't get particularly dusty in here yeah i mean for for mine it's the um because like, I'm i'm very similar where my uh my sweat doesn't really do much to the guitars i don't really sweat too much when i'm playing um i mean like 
I think the the strings that are on my um, that are, are on the Variax are like the first set of strings that I changed on it. So they're probably <laughs> they're probably about eight months old, and they like I've used that for every demo pretty much I've done in the past year, and they're they're still going strong. Um, but the uh, uh, I, I know people who have to change their strings, uh, you know, every couple of gigs. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like, man, I, I really feel sorry for them because they, they spend so. They, you know, you can literally see that their strings rusting, and it's like, mate, are you buying iron strings? <laughs> what is this? So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, my my strings tend to last quite a long time, and also I've got quite a lot of guitars, so I don't. You know, because I played them all, it yeah. means that, that it kind of spreads the usage out over lots of different strings. So I, I mean, probably do buy quite a lot of strings in terms of <laughs> because I've got lots of guitars. Yeah. Whereas I know people who spend who buy more strings than me, and they've only got one or two guitars. Yeah, I mean trying to trying to maintain a guitar if your your skin basically corrodes the uh, <laughs> the guitar. The is... earth, I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean I'm, I'm very similar i've got a, i've got a huge bank of guitars but like like i say by by and far the most used uh is the variax at the moment because it just does uh it does exactly what i want um but i was any, uh, sorry can i just ask you are there any um tips on are there any mentions of velcro on this because one of our youtube list uh, viewers um Caffle Daily Music said it's hard to get good Velcro these days. I've said Jewel looks pretty good, but are we going to cover any Velcro on this list? Uh, there is no, no, no one mentions Velcro, uh, but that's okay. always a, always a decent one, isn't it? Uh, like a roll of a roll of decent Velcro would be uh, would be a good one. Um, but yeah. that's, we'll add that when we're doing our amendments to the list. Um, but yeah, okay. like the, the microfiber fiber cloth. Um, I recorded a uh, a video not so long back um of the the flying v that I've got um and in the video you can see all of these like fingerprint marks because the lights hitting the guitar at just the right angle and <laughs> it's really annoying and if I had a microfiber cloth to just give it a little bit of a dust down it would look beautiful and shiny and amazing so uh, I'm I'm down with that I think that is a very thoughtful a very useful present. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if the viewer can see, but I, my Bernie over behind me, which is um, is black gloss, uh-huh. dude. Oh, mate, fingerprints all day. And then you've got my my proper Les Paul here, and you know you can't see fingerprints on that for love nor money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in the uh, in the the flying v, v's um, defense, no, not defense. Like it's it is a gloss black guitar, so it's. It's prone, but yeah, something like that would be good. Number three, picks and strings. Uh, so, like, hmm. coming back to it, like, if it's if very you, personal, isn't it? But if like, if someone bought you a, a pack of like some exotic picks, because I know uh, like Timbertones do like a four pack with like a a little tin. If someone bought you that, it's like nice little experimentation. Some some exotic exotic flavors and then little 
a little tin to keep your your picks in. That sound. No, I um, <clears throat> I've been through this. I've done this. Uh, my, my mate Alex, I don't know if he's listening, Alex Wrigley. Um, you know, we've bought each other picks before. I've bought him uh, stone picks and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. do you remember that wooden pick that I was talking about when we had our, our pick guy on? Um, yeah, you yeah. Know, a friend of mine gave me that. That was um, Anthony from Folks and Guitars. He was like, here, cool. take this, try this out. You know, um, and I, I, I played with him a couple of times and I was like, nah. I, I, I think it's such a personal thing. I don't, unless someone's buying me the exact picks that I use. Yeah, I don't want someone else buying me. I, I've got to be in the right mood to, to, to try another pick. And if I'm going to go and buy, buy, you know, if I want to try it, I will go and buy one because they're not expensive. Well, I know some of them are stupidly priced, but uh, they're, they're not expensive things. Um, that stone pick I got for Alex actually was bloody expensive. I think it was about thirty quid or something. I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah, might probably not not as much as that. But yeah, um, but I got one free, which was interesting. So don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but I can I can't believe that because stone is really hard to to shape, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but I, I, God knows where it is, and that's the other thing about picks. I don't, I don't know where my wooden one is. You know, yeah, you they, lose they, them. Yeah, whereas these things, they're ten a penny, almost literally, you know. And um, sorry for the viewer, the, you know, the Jazz Freeze. I could throw that over there and not really give a damn, but I'm not wasteful, so I'm not going to. Um, <clears throat> and I've got, I've got this box here, and it's just full of picks, absolutely full of picks, you know. And it's just so, it's just full of jazz freeze. So there you go. If you if if you want to uh, if you want to give someone a, uh, a Christmas present, don't give Lee picks. Give me picks. Yeah. I'll happily go yeah. with picks. Um, I've got I've got a big tin full of, and it's it's growing. I need to get another tin actually because it's overflowing. Um, I didn't realise I've got a gravity pick. Yes, yeah, so I've I've got a few. This is um. This is actually from JHS. Can you see this? I can. Yes. Um, fr- from JHS, and it's a it's a gravity pick, and it's um, angled at every single point. I I I didn't even realise I owned that. That's interesting. Let's see what I can show you here. See this one? Yeah, it looks very very similar. It's very blurry, but it's see through and it's uh, same shape. There you go. This is a guitar nerd's one. Gravity pick. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to try that out. I'm going to put that over here to the side. And I'm going to try that later. Because yeah. I'm in the mood and I had the choice. It wasn't forced upon me. I've probably had that in there for years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. But hey, if if someone bought you a pack of strings, like if they knew, like if you, if you told people your gauge and they bought you a pack of strings, you'd be like, yep, sound. That, that's all right. That's nice. Or are you are you picky about your strings as well? Oh God, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. If someone so, wants to buy me strings, it would be these are the strings I want, right? So it would be basically the MYXL balance tensions. That, that's what I want. Um, Ten to fifty twos. That, that's what I want, really. That's what I want to be using. I'm, I've never been happier than with them on my on my on my guitars, and 
I don't think any of my guitars have got them on at the moment. And I really, I you know, it is bugging me. Isn't it 10 um, to 46 with the balance tensions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so the 52s is what I used to use um, for going for those sort of Zach Wild sort of tunings where you like getting the, the dropped uh, D and stuff like that. And we, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but so you've, you've pretty much said, oh, yeah, I'm very picky about my strings, but I don't have any of these strings on my guitars. So. <laughs> yeah, and it's bugging me. It is so, really th- so there you me. go. That would be a perfect, perfect Christmas gift for Lee. Would be a, like a ten pack of balance tension. Uh, MYXLs. cells. Yeah, ten to forty six, not fifty two, because the, the balance tensions only do it in standard uh, standard gauges. Um, yeah. So you know, if if, if anyone's listening, it works. Uh, <laughs> just send me over one of those massive boxes. If you see those boxes that they have in the shops, and you kind yeah. of like. That's what I need. I just want that. And to be fair, I need to get some more guitar strings. I should have uh, should have put them on my my Santa's list this year. Should we get an endorsement for our YouTube channels from like uh, Dadario or someone? Yeah, to be fair, I'd I'd go for for uh, like I've used Dadario, I've used uh, Ernie Ball. I've really been liking um, Roto Sound. Um, I actually got... know the guys over at Roto Sound. There we go. Get us in. Get us in, mate. Get us in. Um, no, because they don't do the balance tension. They l- laughed when I said about balance tension. They were like, all, all, all guitar strings are balance tension. I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I think the, the balance tension sets are like the like the string gauges are altered, aren't they? Because they've got like a 13 and a half uh, gauge on one of them. Which yeah, is... it's it's just eve. It's more evenly spread out, so it just feels so much fluid. It, it really does. It it just feels so much nicer, and playing chords even feels nicer when you're strumming and stuff. It just oh, it's it's. It, they should all be like that. I, I, that's what I want. I want them all to be like that. And people, because we're so stuck in our ways as guitarists, they're uh, <laughs> yeah, they're just not. Yeah, I think I've I've still got a few sets of balance tensions on on a couple of mine. Um, I moved over to just using whatever. Uh, I I went through um, through a phase where I, whenever I'd go into a guitar shop, even if I'd just gone in to have a look around, I'd buy buy a set of strings just to mm. kind of throw them a book and and keep keep them going, even if it's only a like little little bit of. Uh, a little bit of money their way, just keep keep that experience a thing because I don't want I don't want guitar shops to be online. And, uh, I do I do like them, like, do like online guitar shops, but I want I want to still have that in person experience. Uh, so I've got I've got some random sets in in my little cupboard. I've got um, an Opti Web set. I've got um, a Jim Dunlop set. Um, Paradigm set. Um, the the Didario NYXL, the ones in the black, uh, or are they just the NYs? I remember the 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 newer ones are like a a tougher composition. So I've got I've got a few of them. Um, so <laughs> the next couple of restringings of my guitar is going to be very random. Um, but hey ho. What was next on the list? I'm really eager to know. So this... Also, talking about picks and uh, strings, 
is probably going to lose us viewers. <laughs> yeah, we all use them, though. We all use them. Yeah, oh. so I know. We all clip our toenails as well, but we're not talking about that. Clip our toenails? No, we don't. You're like, Funny enough, the next item on the list is... <laughs> yeah, guitar-shaped toenail clippers. No, it's, um, this is where the, the list lost me, because I was thinking this this is a pretty solid list. Even if you don't necessarily agree, it's pretty solid for like uh, a good number of guitarists. Number four, unfortunately, Christmas Songbook. Um, there is nothing more that I would would want to not open on Christmas. I think for for two reasons. Number one, like if if it's a Christmas present, it's going to be a year before that book becomes useful again. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> exactly. But number two, like, if if I wanted to learn a, a Christmas tune, and, and, like, the majority of them I know kind of off by heart already now uh, because I've played in bands and played in, like, uh, covers, outfits and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted to, like, find a Christmas song, say there was a new Christmas song comes out, I'd go on Google, I'd go on Ultimate Guitar and see what what's going on there. Or I'd go on and, to... And learn it wrong. <laughs> or I'd... <laughs> I mean, chances are I'd probably go onto onto YouTube and, like, stream the song and then work it out myself. Um, but... Yeah. So, sometimes was... there's, a, there's a middle ground, isn't there? You, you, like, look at the tab, watch someone else, and you kind of, like, learn the basis of, basics of it, uh, and then you kind of go in and then just correct it yourself by listening to it. Absolutely. So that is a big swing and a miss right there uh, for me. Christmas Songbook is an absolute shit gift. Uh, almost Any like sort people... of songbook, really. Yeah, songbooks in general, not not particularly great. And anything kind of Christmas related as well. Like if someone gives you like a Christmas decoration or something, you're like, yeah, cool. That's going to be on a tree for like five days and then then it's going in the cupboard for a year. Um, you say that I got, I got a, 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 um, a guitar Christmas tree ornament about four years ago for Christmas um, from one of our Swedish relatives. And I was like, oh, okay. And we did put it on the tree the next year. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was really happy the next year when I pulled it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Um, to be fair, I've when, got a few of them as well, little wooden ones. Yeah. When I got it, though, I was like, oh, thank you. You know, uh, another thought, uh, uh, well, great. Well, we weren't even in our own country. We were in Sweden at the time, so we didn't even have our tree to put it on. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, lovely, thank you. Um, but the next year, it really came into its own. I was like, now that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you have to be a bit a bit more patient. But again, like the Christmas songbook, I just don't think... In in this day and age, I don't think there's there's any need for that nonsense. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then number five, because this was a list of only five, uh, it says a gift stati- gift certificate for a music shop. Okay. Like, uh, how so much? That's a cop out. <laughs> what? However much it is, however much it is, I'm thinking. Mm, okay. Um, if someone gave you a grand to spend at Anderton's, you'd be happy. Yes, but if someone gave me a grand to spend it anywhere, I'd probably be happy. Um, sorry. Um, but, yeah, if if you had a grand, right, someone just gave you a £1,000 
and you, you could spend it anywhere and you went and just spent it on guitar stuff you know there would be someone saying to you you could have bought anything with that and you you could have spent that on a a new car or uh upgrade you sold your old car and upgraded your car you could have bought and spent it on something sensible if you've got it and it's you can only spend it in a guitar shop, it's like yeah, <laughs> no one's going to say anything now. I, mean, I can spend this on whatever I want. Legit, but I've been in receipt of uh, guitar shop vouchers before, um, and the the feeling of obligation made it really inconvenient. So yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like those, um, you know, those experience gifts. Yeah, where you get get to go and drive a car or something like that, and and they are fantastic. You get this experience and like, awesome! I'm really going to enjoy that. I'm really glad I didn't get one of them at the beginning of 2020 because you just <laughs> wouldn't have been able to Fun- use it. Funnily enough, uh, I got my missus a few of those last year for Christmas, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've not been been usable no i was about imagine a bunch of those companies have probably gone out of business now bless them yes unfortunately um this year all of her presents have been tangible (laughs) yeah i I say that though i've had some great experiences from them i got to fly a microlight i got to go to a zombie day experience um it's uh that was fantastic um yeah i've had some really great experiences with them but you have to use them within a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's that obligation thing you're getting, isn't it? And yeah. the the um, the guitar um, guitar shop um, gift certificate that I got was for a guitar shop that I didn't really know where it was. It was like a guitar shop local to the person, rather than like a chain of guitar shops. yeah local to the person from the sahara (laughs) um so it was it was just really inconvenient and then when i went in there it was like a really really small uh small music shop which Uh, didn't really have a great deal of just anything that i wanted i ended up just buying guitar cables because i was like well i'll use them um and to be fair i've still got them and they still work so yeah, not but, quite as exciting as it could have been if it was if it was a big shop like Gak or Anderton's or um, what's the one over in Chelmsford? Um, I can't remember, um, but sure. yeah, Peach and, and all these sort of places. Yeah, yeah, and PSM and that. Um, but yeah, the you go in there, you can basically get what you're after. And if you can't, they'll get it in for you. Oh, absolutely. Um... So that 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 was the good list, and then we've got <laughs> we've got the bad list now. <laughs> that, that was the good list. Yeah. So world music, uh, the world music blog, uh, had a similar kind of top five list. Well, they had, okay. they had a couple more, but I've I've whittled it down to like the top five of that list. So the first right. one was a uh, a card game called Mixtape, uh, which. I I I only got their blurb from it, but it was like vaguely music related card game. I'm like, okay, this isn't a great start. I we've had a, a comment from my friend Matt Peter Fry, who is part of um uh Picasso 
pedals um, over down in Australia. Uh, pedal Picasso, sorry. Um, and he has said a thousand pound, a thousand dollars on really great, really good cables. Boring, but awesome at the same time. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't it's... a thousand pounds on on cables. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was slightly less than that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, slightly. Um, so yeah, so the first one was this this weird kind of mu- like vaguely music related card game. Number two in their list was vinyl turntable socks. What? Yep, vinyl turntable <laughs> socks. Number number three, um, face masks with uh, band logos and band albums on them. Okay, cool. But you know, it depends if they get the band that you like. But did you see like ones like the Color Sound one? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think Stuart got one of those, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I was talking to Anthony Macari the other day about him. Um, he's such a nice bloke. He really is. If you, if you get a chance to talk to Anthony Macari, do it. He's such a nice chap. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They still did get one. They're, they're so. I really want one actually. They, they are really really cool. Um. Yeah, I I just don't think I'm I'm into the whole. Um, fashion face mask thing um <laughs> i just yeah it's, it's not for me uh, <laughs> it's for 2020 yes it, it's it's exactly that isn't it is it because come 2025 or whenever this is is all blown over and we're back to a form of normality <laughs> so when we've all got four arms due to having the uh the <laughs> the jab that's it. Super, super COVID by that point. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh, face masks, which, okay, yeah. Um, this one I thought was legitimately legitimately quite good, and I never thought of. Like a, a Bluetooth aux controller, or con- a converter, sorry. So something that's got like a, a 3.5 mil jack to like a Bluetooth dongle. And then it converts that that input into a Bluetooth input. Yeah, you get them for cars. Um, so if you wanted to be able to use your... If you've got, like, say, a 97 Volkswagen Fox or Polo or something like that, and you've just got an aux input or whatever, you can get them for your car and you can pair your phone with it. Yeah, like, like back in the day where you used to have, like, uh, a tape that had a cable coming out of it and then it had an aux, aux cable at the other end. Yeah, I never had one of them, but I saw them a lot and I was, I was like, yeah, do you know what? that's really cool, that's really clever. Fucking knows how they work, but that was, um, yeah, really, really clever. Yeah, so it's it's like the modern modern equivalent of that. So like, if you've got an amp, for example, that doesn't have an aux in, but has got like a like a return or something that you could... Uh, plug that in so you could you could have like you could be jamming through like songs from your phone or something yeah or you can get Wazarez and it, it does it automatically yeah you could do you could do but I don't want them uh, <laughs> um, and then what else have we got so we're kind of getting towards the end of it now uh, pick older keychain like a little leather leather pouch for for picks that goes on your keychain like, do you not have a wallet? Dude, do you know what? Right. Check this out. Uh, wrong one. 
elbows are on all the others. I bought some really cheap uh, guitar straps because I was like tired of just swapping my guitar straps over all the time. And I'm, I'm not gigging most of these guitars, so I just bought like some really cheap guitar straps. They were like <laughs> fiver each or something like that. They've only got little picks, pick um, things on them, so you can like store picks into in the pick strap. I was well chuffed. Fair play. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like. <laughs> I just, I've, I've got picks kind of just lying on the table in front of me. Um, I never really need carriage for them, but if I do, I keep them in my wallet anyway. So, and I'm not entirely sure how, how much I trust a, a little leather wallet thing attached to my keys. I've always got them in my little pickpocket on my jeans. Always got picks in my pickpockets on my jeans. We, that's a product placement there. Watch the pickpocket series now. <laughs> on, only on yeah. YouTube, uh, and then what? Well, the final one, oh, a, a Tower Records T-shirt. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Um, oh. Exactly, uh, and then record player slip mat. And this one, this particular one that they were advertising, looked like a pizza. <laughs> so well, because the, their their excuse for it was that 2020 is going to be. The first time in history since the release of the CD where CD sales are less than the sales of vinyl records. Uh, and you were like... It's only partially um, related to records selling more, but also it's mostly related to no one buys CDs anymore. Yeah, it's, 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 it's relating to the fact that CDs are a dying medium um, and streaming far outweighs both of those put together. Um, but there are some people with a nostalgic kind of rose-tinted glasses for the the vinyl experience. I, I do like the sound of vinyl. I've got, I got a, bit, a bit of a hipster when it comes to vinyl. I haven't got... Well, actually, no, I have got some, but I haven't got a vinyl player. Um, but it does sound better. There's no yeah, I mean, about it. I've got a few. Uh, I've got some, some classic albums. I've got, I've got Zep 4. I've got... Um, funnily enough, I've got... Um, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse because I absolutely love that album. Yeah, um, brilliant album. We were listening to Lana Del Rey today. Did you ever listen to her? Nope. It's very good. Very, very good. Similar sort of... Um, similar in that she's like very strong woman um, and unique in her approach. Okay. Mm. I'll... Uh... I'll say I'll check her out. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. She did that uh, video game song. You you would know it. She's got like two really famous songs. Oh, the Mario theme. Yes, that was a classic. Do, that was. Do you know the song Blue Velvet? You know she wore blue and so on and so forth. Velvet. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she did a cover of that. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't know until today. I was just listening to the album with my wife. I was like, "Oh my god, it wasn't good." Oh, oh. It wasn't good. It wasn't terrible, but the original is such a brilliant song. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Speaking of not good, I heard a <laughs> um, uh, Miley Cyrus's cover of "Black Dog" by Led Zeppelin. Uh, that wasn't good at all. Mm, I avoided that. I uh, saw yeah. people talking about it. I was like, I don't want to hear that. I, no, I didn't it, even it, care if it was good. I just didn't want to hear it. 
Yeah, I mean she's she's done some pretty pretty decent covers. Her cover of um, Jolene was heralded as as rather rather nice. And to be fair, she's she's made a career like her her singing has has made her a career. So she's she's accomplished, but she can't do Zeppelin. Uh, she just like the the range isn't there. The power weren't there. There was a lot. It was. It seemed a lot really forced and really screamy. And uh, um, but do you know hey, who did that song really well? Uh, Greta Van Fleet. No, 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 no. They do it William really well. Sh- William Shatner. William Shatner would not do that. Um, <laughs> has he not done that already? Oh, it sounds like, like something. I, he... I don't know. Hey, hey, mama. Said the way you move. The way you move. Gonna. Make you smile, gonna make you groove now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to hear that as much as I don't want to hear the Miley Cyrus version again. I um, really want to hear it now. I really, really want to hear it. There you go, Shat Dog. Get on it. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the time. We're we're at a, an errand a bit, so I, I, do you know what? I'm enjoying myself. I don't care if you want to carry on going. I'm I'm happy to because it's. Uh, Missed you, man. We haven't chatted in ages. We'll we'll swing round to the desert island rigs. Uh, in fact, actually, before we do, before we do, what would you add to that list? What would I add so to what, that list? To what? the list of like stocking fillers for guitarists. What would you do's, add? Do's or don'ts. Do's. Do's. Something like um, a small pedal. So I, I'm thinking about making a. Um, uh, a, a video on this and I've, I've asked in the comments on pedal boards today what people think you know pedals under 50 quid basically stocking filler pedals uh, or yeah. more to the point when someone turns around to you and says what would you like for christmas and you're thinking i can't be cheeky all everything that i want costs more than 200 pounds yeah anything under 200 pounds i don't really want and yeah but I can't say, oh, no, don't get me anything because people will just get you something anyway. So if you can turn around and say something that's maybe 20, 30 pounds, something along those lines, you know, then, you know, it's good. So I'm thinking about making a video on this. And I think you're on for a bit of a winner. If you, you know, you're not not really going to go out maybe and buy some of these Donna pedals or these Amazon pedals, but... If someone bought one for you, it's a great opportunity to just go and try it. And if you don't like it, you can just sell it on or whatever. But it's a great opportunity to maybe try a type of an effect that you wouldn't normally go out and buy for yourself. So if you're not a flanger user normally, you can say, okay, what, what about this electric mistress copy or whatever, you know, um, like the Moo or Elect Lady. I think that's more than £50. But if you, you know, wanted to go and get something like that, you know, a lot of people rave about that. So there, there's some pedals like that that I'd probably add to the list. Yeah, yeah, like, like mini pedals. And, and like you say, especially like these cheaper Chinese ones. Uh, may, maybe even giving one of the, the Amazon ones a try because, like you say, I'm not going to buy one personally, but if someone bought one for me, you're damn right I'm going to be rocking it. I'm going to be giving it a go and, and putting it through its paces. Check out um, the Nux pedals first, though, because they are Nux pedals, and you might find it's a bit cheaper. Yeah, um, I'd I'd go one further than that and and go to say, uh, like a pedal kit, like um like a Jed's Peds or a Fuzz Dog or Bits Box or something like that. Yeah, but 
Oh, you, you know, know the person you're buying for if they've never gone near a, a soldier in iron before and you buy them like a PPL, <laughs> you know, thing, then they're, they're going to be well out of the league. If you're just buying them a, 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 a five component fuzz. Yeah, 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 like then, a bass fuzz or uh, like super hard on or like an Acapulco gold or something like that um, would be within the, well, the realms of possibility for someone who hasn't, uh, hasn't soldered before to be able to get that working. The the other thing I I might recommend is um, <clears throat> you could pop over to Phil at Pedal Patch and buy someone, uh, you know, um, a five patch cable um, kit. Yeah, 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 completely. Like uh, solderless, fan- fantastic your own kit. stocking filler. Absolutely, yeah. and if you get like two or three people doing that for you, that's an entire board's worth of uh, patch cables, then, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how much they are. I can't remember, but for for a small one, it's probably anywhere between twenty to thirty pounds. You know, that that's sort of Christmas present money, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you could yeah. like there was uh, like uh, practical patch as well. They were doing like patch cables at like four four and a half quid, I think, for a pop. Get a couple of them, like three or four patch cables in, yeah. like very well built Tech Flex and like Nutrix jacks and, and whatnot. Beautiful. Yeah, the the guys actually work together occasionally. So the guys at Pedal Patch and Practical Patch, they, they tend to Phil and uh, I can't remember the chap's name. Um, Chris. They, Chris. Yeah, they they tend to work together occasionally, um, just help each other out and uh, recommend one another. So yeah, it's. Um, yeah, you know, it's worth... Uh, you might be able to get a bit of both. Yeah, and it just... Like, just to mention, like, that, like, I think uh, Chris did that on a on a bit of a sale, actually. Uh, but, like, 20 quid for a, a really nice patch cover. This one's actually one of the ones that's got, like, one of the silent jacks. Um, Looks flesh colour. So it's it's orange with like a sandy tech flex around the outside, right. um, which does make it look unclothed. Um, <laughs> it does, <doesn't> it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, every every so often when when Chris has got like a little bit of a little bit of a deal going on, a little bit of a bargain, I'll go, yeah, I'll chuck him like twenty, thirty quids. Here you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab me another cable, and I'm now at a point where I've got <laughs> I've got more cables than I need. But look, it's it's awesome. Like, I've got I've got the choice of like my weird flesh coloured uh, cable, or I've got like a little forest <laughs> uh, green one down here. I've got a purple one somewhere. It's all good. So like they're they're they're, they're interesting, um, interesting cables. And I, 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 do you know what? I've, I've just thought of another thing that you could have if you're a. Um... If you're a user of something like Two Notes or someone like that, you can get buy them a voucher for some cabs. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, getting yeah, getting some virtual cabs. Um, mm. That that kind of thing does require a little bit of like uh, a little bit of n- knowledge about the person, doesn't it? It re- it requires knowing whether that person does have access to uh, like a, a way to use wall of sound or a way to. Uh, like well, a cab every, every, Everyone can use wall of sound, though. Not if they ain't got a computer. And then they're if probably they're not, going, got... not watching this. 
<laughs> this could be watched on a phone. Yeah, true. Um, so there, there are those people who don't like who don't cross computers with their uh, with their guitars. But for the majority of us, we'll be able to boot up a, a DAW. We'll be able to run a plugin. Uh, I've got Warla Sound on on my computer, and it is a fantastic program. Uh, mm. if, if someone were to buy me like a couple of uh, a couple of the virtual cabs on that, absolutely banging. Yeah, I think the other one would be some sort of looper pedal, because um, oh, absolutely, especially on reverb. I think, I think you know, especially for newer guitar players, everyone wants to try a looper. Yep, completely, completely. Um, but there's there's like a myriad of uh, of different pedals within that kind of under fifty pound mark. Um, one that I mentioned last year and that I will keep mentioning until the day I die is the Polytune clip or the um, is it the Monotune clip or the, the Unitune clip or something like that, um, which oh, is the slightly che- the Blackout or something like that, haven't they? So the the, the cheaper one, the, like the the clip-on tuner that they do, they do the Polytune version, but they also do like the monophonic version, the one that oh. doesn't do the, the polyphonic. Which is slightly mm-hmm. cheaper, um, and they are absolutely fantastic. Um, I got one uh, with, um, I think it was like a subscription to Guitar Techniques, and I got got that with that. And on, honestly, I've used it pretty much exclusively with guitars. Whenever I've been out and about, I've used that pretty much exclusively, unless I've had my pedal board with me. Um, so absolutely banging. Absolutely banging! They're absolutely brilliant. Right, I think we shall we shall wrap it up with our our desert island rigs. I think we've because we've had a few internet issues today. I don't think anyone's mentioned in on that one. But Lee, 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 desert island rigs, three pedals, two two guitars, and one amp. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna open this one up to you, uh, and I'm gonna let you have. Either, so you can have either made up of entirely stuff that you don't own to make <clears throat> a, like a a completely new one, or has to be made up of stuff that you do own. I think it's easier for me if I do stuff I do own because I, I know it then. Yeah, go on then. Yep. So, what are your three <laughs> pedals if you if you had to had to go for three? Hmm. Can they be multi-effects? Oh, no, 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 no. No, they cannot, because that's cheating, you cheating bastard. But then what about the DD500, because that's a multi-delay uh, and can do, like, choruses and these sort of things. So can I conclude that? Mm. Go on, I'll allow it, because it's Christmas. Like, if if not, I'd, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to include it. I'm go, I'm gonna, I'll go analogue, okay? So, um... I'd go for. I'd go for the Cali seventy six. Yeah, yeah. I'd That's go legit. for Blue Siren Box. Screams because I okay. fucking love this thing. Um, available on pedboardsofdoom dot com. <laughs> PBO um, Doom. PBO Doom. Yeah, um, but obviously, if you listen to this, you're a fan of Stu. If you're listening to this, go and buy it through Stu. Buy it straight from Steve, but you know, 
You can still get it from us if you want to support us. Whatever. It's there, but you can buy it directly from Steel, obviously. Uh, so I'd go for the um, Kelly 76. I'd go for the Siren Screams. And I'd go for the Dalai Lama Extreme from Jack. Not going Blue Box? No, I'm not going Blue Box. Because it's Cheeky. a little bit limiting in what I can do with it. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's one sound, isn't it, pretty much? But I can make the siren scream fuzzy and I can do an octave sort of thing on the uh, on the delay llama extreme. Cool, 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 cool. Right. So I can uh, get close to it. Um, you got f- two guitars, you really... Two guitars has to be my Les Palmer Strat. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Red Strat, the... Is it M M I J that one? Yep. Cool. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's a decent strat. It's a decent strat. I like it. I can get some really heavy tones out my Les Paul, and I I have to have a strat for that in between uh, neck and middle. Uh, yeah, I have I have to have that. I've, I can get my um, single coil tones on the Les Paul from splitting it, but it sounds more like a telly than a strat. So, so there you go. You've got you've almost got like humbuckers telly. And then Strat, there, you? yeah, 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 absolutely. There isn't much I can't do with those those two guitars. Um, I could, yeah, I can't really shred, but I could. Um, I can get close to it on the Les Paul. Um, like Randy Rhodes managed it on a Les Paul, didn't he? Just, but I think Randy Rhodes. <laughs> uh, and then amp. This is where I'm a little bit torn. Because if I can only have one amp, it's like, I'm like, do I go like with the with the Duchess, um, or do I go with my my Marshall? There is there is like a third option in there, which is to go with the Cab M Plus because that has cab <laughs> emulation and amp <laughs> emulation, and you can switch the six L six around for. Um, uh, EL34s and EL84s so you can swap the sort of amp emulation out as there on that so that but I think I think that I would go I know I would go Duchess and the, here's, here's why right it's got tremolo oh. built into it so you've got another okay. effect on there right it's got beautiful reverb even though it's digital it's got beautiful beautiful reverb on there but the siren screams, siren scream. Sorry, uh, siren scream gives me um, a marshly sort of tone. Yeah, and the Fender, well, the the Duchess is a Fendery sort of thing. So I'm getting the best of both worlds there. Um, I w- I would like to go with my Marshall, but also you got size of it. So yeah, I, I'd go for, I'd go for the. Um, <laughs> this is victory. desert island. You're on a desert island on your own. You think it all. A bit big, huh? It says it's it's a desert island rig, and you're going. Oh, it's a bit big. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But then it's like, which cab would I take as well? Yeah, you would get to choose a cab because I, I can't just stick you on a desert island with a with a Marshall head. But no, <laughs> no cab. That would be really, really cruel. Do I take my four by twelve? Or do I take my tuba twelve? Because the tuba twelve's got a, v, uh, a cream back and a V thirty in it, and the yeah. um, the four twelve is for cream, uh, green backs in there, which is what I've got the victory into at the moment, which is a bit of an odd way of doing it. I know. I think I would take the the Zilla 
because it it sounds fantastic. It sounds more like a four by twelve than it does a two by twelve, but it's more cutting, so I can get those sort of metally tones if I want to. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. What about you? Go on. Um, right. I've got to. I've got to do three pedals, and I'm going to surprise you here. I'm not going to go for the Mojo Mojo. Okay. Because that's it's a really good, uh, really good kind of bass drive. Not like bass guitar, but like basis for drive. But it requires other pedals to add to it to really get it, get the best out of it. Yeah. Um, whereas I've got like the zero uh, zero one, or, or it might actually be zero 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 prototype chef uh, tone messiah. Yes. And that. On its own, will do like the lower gain, uh, lower gain martially kind of drive tones, all the way up to kind of pushed, um, almost. I think with the uh, with this prototype, it almost does like an overboost where it sounds almost like it's got a fuzz going into the the front end of a Marshall. Oh, nice. um, so that that would be wicked, and that pretty much covers my. Um, my drive setting. Um, I'm gonna go. So I'm I'm a, I'm a toss up here between uh, between the backup dancer, the the Jed's Peds phaser, which is absolutely brilliant, or this Moen Shaky Jimmy, because they're both like obnoxiously big, but sound fantastic. Let me suggest that you could probably get a vibe you sort of sounds out of an optical phaser. Yeah, go on. I'll throw the backup dancer in there then as well. <laughs> Uh, so I've got those two, and then, um, oh, what am I going to go for now? I'm going to go for. I've got down here. I've got a Hello Sailor uh, Range Master, which again is obnoxiously massive, um, and I think that with the with the Messiah would just be like tonal Nirvana. Dude, uh, reverb delay. So that's where like the, the amp. I, I don't really have a great deal of choice. I've got like a Black Star H two five down here, or I've got um, a PV Classic thirty. And the Classic thirty has got reverb. Has also got a really nice drive channel. Just sounds fantastic. So that's going to be that, and it's got the verb. Uh, so the guitars. When I did this, without like outside of my own rig um, I missed off a telly uh, so number one is going to have to be uh, be on there so my ESP uh, ESP telly is going to have to be there and then I think uh, as long as I can get it refretted and get it set up a little bit I'm going to go with my first Squire Strat oh really? Uh, I am, yeah, yeah. See, are you not thinking Variax here? Because you've got, like, so much on the Variax. No. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> as much as as much as much that's available, I, I don't tend to use it, although much I use it for the mag pickups. And I love the sound of the mag pickups. I think it sounds like a really great guitar, and it plays really well. And if I, if I was taking them today and I couldn't get the... Um, the squire refretted um 
it would be the Variax based on just the mag pickups. But my my Squire Strat is an HSS. So I've got the Humbucker tone there as well. Um, it's got the Tex-Mex pickups, which sound fantastic, even though Matt tells me otherwise. <laughs> um, and it was my first guitar. So if I'm on a desert island forever, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be, and it? it's going to be my first first love almost isn't it yeah okay that's fair enough i i do not love my first guitar as much as you love yours <laughs> it was a fucking horrible thing <laughs> uh, we've had a couple of comments in let's let's uh go through so um we'll get phil out of the way quickly because it's just a quick uh one which is phil dyer who uh you may remember did the gt1000 core um uh he demo did. amazing what guitarist ledge? Yeah, absolute legend. He really is a great guy. Yeah, cheers uh, again for that, Phil. <laughs> uh, Phil said, build an obnoxiously big board with obnoxiously big pedals. So you're looking at electro harmonics there, really, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's pretty much where I went. I mean, because the, the shaky Jimmy is almost the size of my face. Um, the, the Hello Sailor Range Master isn't far off. So yeah, I went... There. It's... it's um... It's that sort of size. It's, it's a similar sort of size to to this, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, kind of BB size, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So I'd, I'd go for that. Um. I I might even before I get thrust onto this desert island, I might ask if Yeomans would make me a a two foot switch, uh, BB version of the Messiah, <laughs> so you I can have the the low gain high gain mode. On a foot switch rather than a a toggle. You could probably do that yourself. I could do, but if uh, getting the getting the chap chap to do it for me, and it would be official, then it wouldn't be like a some crazy ass modded version. It would be like official chef tone <laughs> dual messiah. Phil said that should be the deciding factor. Is it bigger than your face? <laughs> the, well, that's, it is. It's a legitimate unit of measurement as well. All right. Okay. So uh, I've got to open this up for a second because um, comments have gone down a little bit. Uh, Ooh, so Norman. we have. Um, oh come on! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come sorry. on, come on, come on! I can't sing his songs anymore, can you? Yeah, you Being shouldn't sing that. Don't want to be singing that. Being a naughty boy. Okay, um, all right, so uh, Mr. Bimson has said his three pedals would be a Razor Dead, uh, his Marshall Governor, which uh, he won from Tonepedia. Um, nice. Yeah, so the one you hear on Tonepedia is the one Andrew's got. And a plethora. What is the plethora? Remind me. Uh, verb, is it? Is it Digitech, that one? Uh, Andrew... Andy, remind us, would you? Um, Are you there, Andy? Andy, can you hear us, mate? Andy. Uh, his two guitars would be his Eggle New York, and, uh, which is um, set neck Finline T uh, with P90s, and TOM. What's TOM? What? Tom, but like with hyphens in between. Oh, TC Electronics pleth- Plethora. No, of no. Of course. No, 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 no. He's two guitars, Eggle New York and Set Neck t- uh, Finline T Telly with P90s and TOM. So it's the type of pickup, I'm guessing. Hmm? Uh, I'm not sure. His app would be the AC30. 
Yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Um, yeah. But the, the sorry, the plethora was the uh, the TC electronic one, not the multi effects uh, one. Tunematic. Oh. It was Tunematic bridge. Ah. It's P, so it's a P nineties Finline Tele um, with a Tunematic bridge. Tio. Oh, like, trying to be super Jim... cool, aren't you, Andy? <laughs> like the Jim Atkins one, isn't it? Like the what? Sorry, the Jim Atkins uh, Tele two P nineties Finline uh, Tunematic bridge. Essentially, like a Gibson telly. Is that not what Matt's got? Something like that. No. No, he's got he's humbuckers got in his, doesn't he? Cabernator. It's um, Filtrons. Of course. And the uh, the bridge is uh, it's just a standard hardtail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it sounds like a nice rig. It's definitely different tones between the three of us indeed yeah we should start a band on this uh this weird desert island <laughs> he said yeah it's a telly with all the faults fixed <laughs> isn't that called um an esquire <laughs> oh dear right oh, i think dear. that's where we're wrapping it for today then because <laughs> i can't be having this uh this telly Anti-telly nonsense. How is that like, anti-telly? That that is the original telly. The, the original telly was the broadcaster. I, I, yeah, if you like, but uh, the 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 Esquire is basically a a telly with a single pickup, which is the pickup that everyone plays. I, if if I was going to get a telly, I wouldn't get an Esquire. Honestly, I don't I don't like paying more and getting less, but. Um, <laughs> You do, yeah. though. You, you pay more and you, they yeah, take you, everything off. <laughs> yeah, you annoying. can always ignore using the the neck pickup. Oh, man, before we go, do you know what, right? I've I was, I've been saving a little bit of money up. I've been selling some bits and pieces off to try, because uh, I want to treat myself. And I, I want to get a seven string, but I was looking around at some other guitars, and I wanted to get a Baja Telly a while back, right? Yeah. And they were going between three and 400 quid. I've looked now. Oh, they're like seven and eight hundred quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what? Why yeah. have they all shut up in price? Because the discontinued. Ah, so annoying. <laughs> yeah, from what I've heard of them, I, I wouldn't be a fan. Like on paper, they seem alright, but they've got like big, fat, massive necks. Yep, yeah, cool. For a telly, that's good. Nah, nah. I like a playable neck. Anyway, come on, let's let's wrap this podcast up. So, uh, thank you to all for for joining in today. We we were, had a little bit of a rocky start with the internet playing up, um, which means that I'm going to have to do some editing this week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, thank you all for joining in, and thank you for those who who contributed to the uh, the comment section. Um, big massive shout out to those people who are Patreon supporters, Andrew Bimpson was in the comments today is one of those um and for as little as two dollars a month you can also be one of the cool people uh so uh if you go patreon.com slash fret talk you can find out how you can support this show um and the people who do currently support on patreon are as follows mr andrew bimson mr adam yeomans of chef tone effects mr uh doug christ of 37 effects Mr. Joseph Richardson of Joseph Richardson Music and Abstractium Band. Mr. Hugh G. Rection. 
Yes, UG reaction. <laughs> um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups and Mr. Brian Garrett of the Tone Jerks podcast. You always, you always crack a smile with that one, don't you, Lee? Always. I normally go as well. <laughs> we. But yeah, um, uh, I didn't this time, apart from just them. So, so if you want to catch me online, it is Budget Pedal Chap at Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube is the home of the No Talk Turn series and the Pickpocket series. And if you go on Pedal Boards of Doom, it's also the home of Stomp V Stomp featuring this guy. And if you want to catch some news as well, you can head on there every Friday and you'll catch Mr. Lee Padabadabadu doing some news. We've got a few a uh, few other presenters as well. We've got Mikey doing some absolutely amazing work with a lot of new and exciting gear. I think most recently was the uh, the Automaton CX1976, was it? CXM, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, CXM, yeah, yeah, sorry. 1978, yeah. There you go, I was two years off. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the Automaton reverb. Um, oh, my and- God, that sounds so good. I know we're doing the outro, but my God, that sounds amazing. For 900 quid, it should sound bloody amazing, but it does sound awesome. Indeed. Yeah, and and who better to demonstrate, like, the possibilities of it than someone who uh, pushes those kind of musical boundaries, which Mikey does absolutely fantastically. He doesn't stick to one instrument. He seems to be able to play them all. Yeah. and it's the the demos come out absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've got uh, Lowell doing uh, does it even series as well. So does it, what sorry does it even what? Well, it depends what pedal uh, we've had. Does it surf? Does it doom? Uh, I think at some point we might even have does it even dad. <laughs> but you need to wait for the the new year for that to happen. Does it so, even Christmas? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe maybe if we poke him. Do a special. Do it. Um, so that's, that'll be us for this week. So, uh, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chop, from Lee. Say bye, Lee. Goodbye, everyone. It will be a tatty bye and good night for this week. Bye. See you later. Bye. decided to release a christmas record called duvet no it's christmas it's a cover version <laughs> uh.